Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Welcome to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. Uh, with me, as always, is Amanda. Uh, we are uh, coming in live from my house. We're talking about um, uh, where we're going now, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Everything's been fantastic, but we're trying to uh, grow more. So listen, if you like the podcast, you know, tell your friends. Tell your friends how much you dig it. Uh, and uh, post a review, five stars if you can, write nice stuff or don't write nothing. And uh, mm-hmm. just pass it on. We're just working on getting the word out. And uh, a lot of people are, are, are telling us they were like, oh, man, I don't know uh, how I heard about you, but I'm glad I did. So we're going by the glad you did thing. And yeah. that, and that, it makes me feel good. Um, I will be in uh, Saratoga Springs this weekend from, uh, what is that, the 5th? Let's see. Saratoga um, Springs feels like that's where Cars was made. The 7th. It's I've never been. It's uh, Saratoga Springs, New York, the 7th. And then uh, Lake George on the 8th. And then uh, next weekend, I will be in Syracuse, uh, the Syracuse Funny Bone, from uh, June 13th to the 15th. And then after that, I will be in Dayton, Ohio, from uh, the 20th until the 22nd. So get your tickets. Uh, those That's Funny Bone, Dayton, Ohio. And that's Funny Bone, Syracuse. So that's two Funny Bones that I'm sucking. Uh, <laughs> so come see me. Um, I I just did a live from here with Chris uh, uh, T. Tile? Tile? I don't know how to say his name, and we are friends now. Uh, he's, yeah, I don't know if he's hearing this, Chris. I'm sorry, but I just called you Chris all weekend, and I never had the, the balls to ask your last name, even though they announced it. It's a, it's a show called Live From Here that has like, uh, you know, millions of viewers. It's on NPR, and they, we did this live thing at this place called Wolf Trap, which is the only oh, yeah, public the park. park. Mm-hmm. It was and amazing. You had, to, you had to do a clean set. I had to do a clean how set. How did that go? It went great. It went great. Yeah. But it, but it was like I, I'm, I'm bringing it up because it was, the, it was the first time that I've been like, oh, I'm fucking nervous because it was, uh, it was a giant venue, and that doesn't necessarily mess with me per se, but they, they, it goes live, so. You know, even to the point where they, while someone's already performing on stage, like they're musicians or whatever, oh. or playing, they bring you out and you stand there holding a mic. At least I did. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, you know him from, you know, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Uh, finally live in Portland. Uh-huh. And then they, they introduce you. And so my, it was just that thing. I was like, I'm only doing six to eight minutes. It's got to be clean. That kind of made me nervous a little bit. Just about what if I drop an F-bomb, you know, blah, blah, blah. But also like... Uh, oh, all these people in the audience are, are either with kids or pretty old, and uh, I hope they dig what I have to say. And like, boy, I don't want to eat eat shit. Yeah. You know, it yeah, was like so that yeah. that was really the only thing that it was one of those things yeah, where like yeah. I've played festivals with giant stages and stuff, and and it's like I think I would have been less nervous if I was doing more time, but it was just that that thing of. Oh, because you oh, only have just this just one this much shot to do well, and it's live. Yeah. Did you throw and up mom's spaghetti right before? I, you know, I didn't throw up, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just like I was just restless uh-huh. with that nervousness where you can't stay in a chair that long sometimes. Yay. But I was there all day from like two o'clock until when we started recording at seven, and I'm not on t- stage till se- till oh. till. Uh, so they start recording at six. I'm on stage till seven. Oh wow! So like at seven, I was I was they they brought me out and it went great and it was super fun to walk past all these musicians that were like, oh, it was so funny and like, hey, thanks guys, wow. I've been enjoying your actual art all oh. afternoon. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. It's I you know it's um I, I did I got one of the producers was like I was really glad that you called out your situation because this uh, lady I have to look her up because she is uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, 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 was was one of the performers uh, 
And let me see. Let me see. Where is it? You only get so, one shot. Do not miss your chance. Opportunity. <laughs> That's really it. Um, <laughs> let me see. I got to look it up on my twit, my Twitter. Your Twitter. There you go. Oh, so I'm sorry. Twitter. This is using it's up right. our, our precious time here. Yeah. So well, stupid. in the interim, um, I will say happy Pride Month. Happy Pride, everyone. Yes, absolutely. In the interim. So um, I participated in a drag brunch yesterday, June 1st, and supported Very fun. the lovely ladies of Hamburger Mary's and sang my little heart out to all the Grease tunes ever since Grease was my first, the first CD I ever bought. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to all the Pride uh, listeners and yeah. um, you know, uh, LGBTQ folk, Sally. brothers and sisters, to Sally, of course, the patron saint, and... Um, and uh, all, all the, and I would say, you know, all the comedians out there that are trans as well and gay and, uh, yeah, um, that queer community and, and non, it. and non-binary. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a brave new world. And for, for all of us in terms of, um, it, it, it being openly visual. And I know that's not easy, especially for, uh, a lot of young people out there that are, that are often still seen as the other. So hang mm-hmm. in there and, and just celebrate yourself. And I really hope you have fun this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ada, Adia, is it Adia Victoria? She's a singer, mm-hmm. and so cool she, name. yeah, she's this is that's her right there. She's like super, super cool, and uh, her band was amazing. Oh yeah, what and kind of so music? it it's like it's Blue. like bluesy and soulful oh. and and funky and 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 very like jazz inflected. So she sang um, a Fiona Apple song called "Mistake" uh-huh. with uh with with Chris, and they sang it together. And it was like this, everyone knew it and stuff. And it was just him and her. And it was this beautiful thing. And the whole song is like, why can't I just make a mistake kind of thing? Uh, it's a really cool song. But it's like, wait, I'm following this, this beautiful, you know, that's what, that's what oh, so that's why like I say aria. art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, and it's, uh-huh. it's, all, it's also kind of a bop. It's kind of a little funky song, but it's, you know, she's just, it's this, it's meaningful and people are kind of grooving to it. And then, I, so I kind of, I was brought on stage and, mm-hmm. and was like, and, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a perfect transition, a beautiful song. And now some jerk. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it was like, it, it, so and, that's what the producer and I made was talking of, about. He was like, I'm so glad you called it out because, um, and that, that's something I've been, um, wor- working with kind of in the act in terms of, and in terms of us in our situation, um, just in the, in the world now. Yeah. As human beings, we, you know, the most important thing is to call out the situation. Be like, here's what's happening. Uh, shine the light on and the you, monsters. Yeah, and and it's it's a it's a big thing, and also it's a small thing. It's you don't have to necessarily overthink it, but just don't pretend that what's going on is not what what's going on. Yeah. So if I went into after that song was like, how is everyone? It's like great. That's where you're still gonna start. Like it's just a hey, fucking comedy club on do a you Thursday know what night. I fucking hate. This is what I fucking hate. Be like, da da da, like round of applause. If you're here, oh, that wasn't loud enough. Yeah. Let's get another round of applause. Or, or when you go places, they're like, hello. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was garbage. Yep. I said hello. I hate that. I've always I hated hate it. That. And I have a go-to thing that I say. I've said it so much, it's almost hack, but I still use it. Where I was like, I was like, I promise, I'm not gonna make you clap for anything else. After a while, give it up. I can't hear you. You snap. And, and I pretend to be an audience member and go, fuck you. I paid. You do something. I'm not the monkey. You are. Dance, monkey. Dance. Like I'm screaming. And it kind of, it, it communicates, okay, there is that feeling, but also why would you get that psycho about it? But at the same time, it's, yeah, because yeah, after okay. a while, you're like, all right, just do a thing. Stop. 
Or, I know or, you're trying to make it good for the comedians, but I don't. When someone's like, you're not clapping loud enough, I'm like, if they don't clap that loud, I have something to make fun of. I don't care. I don't, oh, I don't I like need that. that much love. I, like that. I, I don't. Like that. I don't need uh, just a, uh, an embarrassment of of support yes. from the audience. Yeah, man. You know, I'm like my parents are obsessed with luau's. Obsessed. Oh, really? uh, oh my god. Oh so my. Funny. Like like that's a random thing. I like, had to. I, I had to remember what that word was. Oh yeah, luau. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a few. You know, my dad's birthday just last month. He had a seventy person luau. Oh wow. With like. Like a fire dancer and Tahitian dancers and and Maori dancers and Hawaiian dance. I mean, my parents love luau's. Wow. I, pro- I legitimately have probably been like twelve luau's. Sure. Right, which is not normal. That's a lot. <laughs> I think I've been to like, like two I or three. Fucking hate every time they yeah. go. You get you get the MC coming out going aloha. And then everyone has to say aloha, but they I'm like, oh, wasn't loud enough. Yeah. I said, and then they'll just like get so crazy long with yeah. it. And then everybody responds crazy long. Like, like you are not Freddie Mercury opening for, you know, the AIDS concert. <laughs> like, well, and like, oh. yeah, yeah. Like, you're like a low. And I fucking hate it. Well, the thing that about the thing about luau's is they're always different. No, they're not. They're always the same. <laughs> they're always the same. Always the same. <laughs> And if one guy, one guy running a luau would be like, look, guys, I know it's always the same deal, but uh, or, or, you know, just go, let's mix it up. This is my my thousandth luau. I want to kill myself or some joke like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, man, though. Right. Like, yeah, man. It was bad. It was bad. It was it was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> OK, well, that's it. All so right. that's the message. Call it out. Good or bad. Good and or bad. Uh, and just... and happy pride and happy pride. Here we go. <laughs> totally. Hey, Matt. Um, I'm not going to say my name, uh, but uh, anyways, I've been married for like two years, and my marriage is great. Um, love my wife dearly, um, but uh, she won't uh, give me a blowjob for reasons I understand. I wouldn't put a dick in my mouth either, uh, nor would I want cum in my mouth. But uh, the reason I'm asking or have a question here is because I've always wanted to do the 6-9 position. But that's obviously a problem if your wife won't blow you. Uh, but I was wondering, would it be feasible or comfortably feasible for her to, uh, like, give me a hand job while, you know, I'm eating her pussy uh, instead of blowing me? Because I've always wanted to do the position. I'm not, you know, going to die if I don't get a blow job. But it's just something I've always wondered. So if you know something on how to do that, I'd love the advice. Thanks, man. Bye. Yeah, man. I usually just keep the dick right by my face. And just keep it nestled against my cheek and just kind of, I do a little bit of a, 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 a Play-Doh snake. I roll it against my face and then I just jack, jack, jack. Um, I'm not going to cast aspersions. Pe- different people have different things and I don't believe that whole uh, all straight women have to give blowjobs. That's a thing. Like, But I, I would feel like if you're going down on her, I would feel like something is missing for sure. And I, uh, I would, it, that might be something you would talk to a, a couple's counselor about or talk to her about and see what her problem is with it and what, what is behind it and get past, you know, ew, gross, I just don't like it. That said, far be it from me, one thing I love about this show, we are not experts, <laughs> hence the name. But uh, uh, I think um, 
yeah, if, if it's just something she never wants to do, then okay, great. You know, that's far, far be it for me to go. Your wife has to has suck your dick. I'm just going to say it. But like, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's that said, yeah, totally. She can give you a handy while you're doing the great thing about sex is it's just the rules are what you, the two of you make fucking, uh, hand jobs are, are weird. And that's kind of why they're great because it's just, uh, like it's a weird, like silly thing and she can just have your dick like next to her shoulder and just pull on it while, while you lick her in the clam. Yeah. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's an it, old that, fashioned. It's totally fine. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's like an old fashioned. I, 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 I like had a, like a girlfriend who was like 69ing is just, is just, is weird because you can't really, like, she was like, I can't really pay attention to sucking a dick while someone's like eating my pussy. It's just hard it for is, me. It totally. Is. It and I get that. that. And it's just, it's all a lot. So it's kind of like 69ing has gotten this, this whole thing of like, oh, it's the best. And it's, it's good, but it is also weird because it doesn't let your, 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 uh, <laughs> you're working while you're enjoying yeah. in a sense, you know? Um, it's kind of like, you know, you're working on the automobile assembly line, but you're also really high on some tight cush. Right, kids? <laughs> I think that's a perfect analogy. Uh, but it's it's not. It's terrible. I, but it's, it, you know, I, I, I think to answer, your que- to answer your question, no. There's nothing weird about her uh, giving you a handy while you're I, going down no, on her. He's asking how. Like- at all. At all. But I would look into, obviously, you want... To get a blowjob, and it's a little, in from my perspective, a little strange that she won't do that. That's how I'm reminded of. That was an old Chris Rock bit, I think, where he was like dating a girl who was like, like, oh, I don't suck dick, and he was like, oh, they still make you, yeah, like they still, oh, yeah, that's still a model that comes off the assembly line, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like yeah. a guy that doesn't. I don't go down on girls like they make, they still make uh, guys like a, you. There's like in the Caribbean, it's still like really looked down upon, and so there's a song called "Heads High, Kill Him with the No." Oh, I know that song. Yeah, heads high, kill, kill him, him with, with the no. no, kill him with the. That's all about like not doing it. Oh wow. Yeah, I never that knew that's what that. I'm that, 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 that song is about. That song's like 25 years old. Yeah, and it's still like prevalent. Yeah, big one. Yeah, uh, I think that if you are to get into this, I mean, okay, I have to admit, her not wanting to is a little odd. Everybody's got their preferences, but these like, are our perspectives. Maybe, yeah, yeah, and like maybe you should just check on cleaning yourself a little more. Yes, um, that is huge. Oh, I cannot send that message harder and more strongly to my my yeah. straight male brethren. Clean your shit. Shave your shit. Yeah. Like every girl that has gone down on you has seen like your gross butt hairs, all that, <laughs> just pieces of toilet yeah, paper can, still in your butt it's hairs. Like, oh, it's like 12 bucks for those just little trimmers. Cl- trim it. That is like the size of a pen. Yeah. You know? Yep. They and just, just kind of help you out. I, it's seriously like 12 bucks. It comes I've, with like a protector. It doesn't cut you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it it just means the world. Butt wipes are fantastic. Absolutely. Be really careful with talcum powder because you know you can get cancer from it. Right. So yeah. powder yourself with something else. Mm-hmm. But that's like part of it. And then, but if you know, until you sort out said phobia, I think that if you want to participate in sixty nine, you should be on the bottom so she can have one hand to hold herself up, and then the Absolutely. other hand to take care of Absolutely. you. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And then you yeah. can just like buffet it out on your and, side. And I, I'll do you one better. I I, I, I think 69ing, it's like the guy, generally speaking, should be on the bottom. I think so. It's just, yeah. it's just you can't well, be like yeah. just, just shoving a plunger down her gullet <laughs> from your angle. It's just too much. Hold on a second. Okay, Google, stop. <laughs> Did Google just it, play it, plunger it, it, noises? It goes off when I when I use a very aggressive sexual term <laughs> oh, yeah. in terms of a, a penis into a woman's mouth. No, that's a, that was a timer for my laundry. Uh, uh, okay. You imagine I have all these. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm that much of a uh, of a sensitive male. It's like yeah, I have alarms that go off. If I, I say something sexually aggressive. <laughs> you would. In my you home. would be that Portland guy. You would be that Portland guy. Be like never. yeah, when I get too much into the patriarchy. I give off that vibe, but I would never. When I get too much into the patriarchy, I like. Oh, I'm. 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 I'm so. Like I'm, I'm so like. Wait, did I say something fucked up in my head? Anyway, I don't need those alarms. I have those inside of me. Uh, oh wow, you're so other, much better. Other, no, no, it's not good. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I'm not bragging. So, um, but dude, I hope that helped you, and I hope you and your wife can open up a little more dialogue. And because, listen, man, I've had that same situation. Uh, I had a uh, a girl that I dated once that was like, you know, I would go down on her, and I would. It's really hard to to initiate that with someone and not come off like a fucking asshole. You sound like a jerk when you're like, can I just put it in your mouth? You know, like no matter how you put it, it's, it just sound. And, and when the, when the woman's like, I just don't like that. You're hitting a wall and there's no, you don't have a lot of ground to stand on in terms of not sounding like a creep. Mm -hmm. So, but this is a situation you're married. Like you, you should be able to talk about anything. And yeah. if she is just going, I don't like it. That's the end. Stop asking, you know, and it's something that, that you really want. And it, it, I don't know. I, I would open up dialogue more and, you know, maybe yeah. bring in a, bring in a couples counselor, not specifically about that, about whatever, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's something to look into in the yeah. meantime, uh, her 69 and Hando yeah. is fine. Yeah, with well, the old fashioned. Yeah. Get like, invest in like a really stimulating lube. That's, that could be that's really good. fun. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Welcome to There's it, a buddy. good one called Gun Oil that I saw. <laughs> that's actually, it's the, the dispenser looks like a bullet. That was a, <laughs> is this that's for, real? Yes, that's for. This it's mostly for gay men, but it's oh, yeah. like for your, for your, your kind of that. hardcore dom. Oh, no way. That's amazing. Well, it's like there's a show uh, at uh, um, uh, Pleasure Chest in, mm -hmm. in uh, it's a it's a sex tool, sex toy store. It's a great. It's place. really great. They're it's really, really great. really educated Anytime I've, I've had like something I need that I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm on, I, yeah, I, I'm I feel embarrassed. It's like they make you like. There's nothing you can say to them oh, that'll yeah. make them blanch oh, or anything. Yeah, he but should they check have... out like seriously, they're so educated at sex totally. shops. Also, like totally. as your marriage has time, I I swear to you things shall evolve. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's mm -hmm. absolutely true. But yeah, they're great. Yeah. And so that you saw this. So anyway, like the, the the to me, the hackest thing you can do is make fun of something you saw on the wall, but it's like I at one point was like just listing lube names of like of like oh, I bet that one's good for this 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 you know and, mm -hmm. and gun oil it's like this it's the most masculine <laughs> like thing and it's it's even the print looks like a bullet's in there and that's it's so amazing funny. but yeah it's pretty great that's it's amazing great. I, that's so funny uh um you know all the weed shops out here now are making like THC infused lube and it's a total rip off yeah total I, I think that's to me it's too much it's like I don't. It's one of those things, just like when you have an edible, you don't know exactly how it's going to affect you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, I don't want yeah. to get in a sexual situation and go, mm, 
boy, I did, this is not what I wanted. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I got, oh, with my genitals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Hope that helps, man. Hey, Matt and Amanda. I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to be more confident while also swallowing my pride. When I receive constructive criticism, sometimes I instinctively tend to get defensive, regardless of whether or not I show it. And then when I receive positive feedback, I sometimes become anxious or I doubt my abilities, also regardless of whether or not I show it. I should also mention I work on a wildland fire crew in the summer, which involves being in situations in a high-stress environment with a lot of dynamic parts and a lot of different people while battling fatigue and not the best nutrition. Um, however, swallowing your pride to operate as a unit while exuding confidence and keeping a positive attitude is very necessary at this job. And while I love a lot of things about this job, sometimes struggling with pride and confidence can bring my mood down. And I'm looking for advice on how to work on both. I also want to mention that I listen to this podcast and that stand up sometimes during downtime. You've helped me through a, some really tough days. So I want to thank you for that. Hope to hear you from you. Keep crushing it. You guys are awesome. Love you. Bye. Thank you. That's so nice. Hey. I love hearing shit like that. That's oh man, wildfire crew. She's they've been that there's a lot going on with that right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. California. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that area code is, but poof. Thank yeah. you for well, thanks for, for helping all your, that way. What, what, yeah, all, all all you're doing and yeah. uh, with as much stress as you're dealing with, obviously you're gonna have. I'm surprised, honestly, that you have this much perspective to kind of go. Wait, am I overreacting? Am I? You know, it's 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 kind of cool. I, I think to answer, basically, what you're asking is how do you um, uh, uh, deal, mm-hmm. in a sense? Yeah, work on yeah, work on receiving. So, so the issue is receiving negative and positive criticism. So that's all like a self-value thing, right? Yeah. And, it's and then, and then how to, in these stressful situations, therefore stay positive. Right. And I feel like most of us do not want to ask, we don't want to ask for help. Yeah. We are very, most of us are very stubborn. We want to go it alone. And anytime someone's like, Hey, here, here's something that you should you could not should you could do differently or even here's here's something you're killing it at you're like like on the one level you're like who 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 the fuck are you to tell me anything and don't and on the positive side it's like yeah well you didn't know the whole thing i don't necessarily agree with that because i don't i don't like myself that much or whatever right yeah you know, there's it's, something it's, yeah, yeah it's hard to accept it's coming both ways yeah it comes it goes both ways so um I, I think it's just just in terms of giving just give yourself perspective and know that's just an, another thing to take or leave and there's more to come that's that's that'll be better and sometimes worse. But kind of just look down the line and um uh I think this is one reason people meditate. I know I've been trying to do that more and um uh just kind of have something that takes uh the, the pressure off your shoulders and and i feel like you in your job you have to stay in the moment a lot. And that's healthy, but it's also uh can be a little bit rough when you're just like I'm I'm focusing on exactly what I have to do and and don't have to do right fucking now. And so when someone comes and and gives you that kind of stuff, it's it's a little hard to take cuz you're like I'm barely handling it. I can't even handle what you're telling me right now. So just treat it as the not a big deal that it is. I guess is my advice. Mm. You know, and uh and and make sure you're taking care of the fun side of you. Uh I I've talked about that how you got to give yourself treats. 
and stuff mm-hmm. in life, I think this person needs to give themselves uh, more treats and uh, take some time for them to kind of just, just fuck off for a little while. I, I feel like they might think too many of us, which is true, take too much fuck off time. I certainly used to, but you don't, 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 don't steal that from yourself and don't, don't, don't sacrifice your, your fun or whatever you truly want to do away from criticism, both positive and negative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, so I think what's really valuable in what you just said is that, you know, a lot of times. Can you not comment on what I'm saying? Oh gosh. Just exactly what she's doing. I'm sorry that you just did a really good job. Just exactly what she's (laughs) so stupid. Let me tell you your good points. Don't you, what the hell would you know about that? I don't, I won't tell you what you're so good at, man. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just everybody gets a trophy. Let me tell you what you did wrong. Hey, listen, they call me snowflake. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's my generation. Are you biting my shit now? Fuck of course. Me. My shit's all used up. <laughs> uh, I think I think for I think a great point you have is this uh, conversation about uh, about not taking it too seriously. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we stress out on constructive criticism because we're like, oh, that means I'm going to lose the job. Oh, that means I'm going to lose right. the friend. Oh, that mm. means I'm going to lose this. I'm not good enough. I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And that's not usually the case. You know, like how come how come it is when you're learning something for fun Right, like playing the guitar, drawing. When you kind of screw up, you're like, "Oh, well, I'm just, I'm just learning." Or when you're learning how to cook and you burn eggs for the first time, or you like overboil water. Yeah, like, it's okay. Oh yeah, no, like I'm just, you're just learning. Like nobody takes that mentality. It's so hard, let yeah. me say, to take that mentality into like a job and stuff like that because you're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose this job. I'm gonna lose my money. I'm gonna lose my everything. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't," and that's. So not the case, which yeah. I think is the great thing that you highlighted is so like, oh, yeah, like don't take it like I think it's a twofold or don't take it too seriously because you're not going to lose this job. Right. And then don't take it too seriously as in sit back and evaluate whether it was real or not. You know, like if it actually was like, oh, hey, do you want to know how to make eggs better? Like put a little butter in the pan and then, you know, like versus being like, oh, yeah, you want to know how to make eggs better? Like dump this in it. And you're like, okay, well, that was bad advice. But the butter was good advice. Yeah. Now I make eggs better. And just the nuclear option. It doesn't it doesn't work either way when you're kind of like uh, like like, well, you snore when you sleep. Guess we should break up then. Or yes. the person on the a person the on the on the option. on the other end who's like who's like you know thinking they're gonna get the nuclear option from other people no matter what they do where it's like that's always lurking I always have this thing that's that's I will fail um, and or people are trying to make me fail so yeah I mean I think I think you just need some perspective yeah, caller so, so and, the, and that's then all. and then as for taking you know, positive feedback, it sounds like you, it just sounds like in your voice that you don't feel like you deserve it. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would say for that baby steps, right. And just, just baby steps of saying, thank you and be grateful and just start, just start there. And then, you know, practice into it's so fucking stupid and lame. But if you just tell yourself that you like yourself every once in a while, it's really healthy. It's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. And, and then I, if you I, do... I hate doing it, but I will still do it when I'm down on myself. And oh, it's like yeah. you feel so much better. Uh, and 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 kind of give yourself, you know, like the these these fucking like spin classes I go to that like Burt Kreischer and I were both when he was on the show were talking about how that is like such therapy because it's like 
one of the big things is like, don't get mad at yourself because you did better last week. Just address how you are now and kind of thing. And like, uh, uh, at the end of the class, give yourself some credit for coming. And it's like, you know, fucking give yourself some credit for coming and doing what you do mm-hmm. for a living. Yeah. And, and, you're, yeah. and for dealing with all this and also for calling in and, and having such amazing taste in comedy. Like that's so, <laughs> so dumb. But, <laughs> but, but thank you so much for calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do something, do something like embrace, what's his name? The painter guy, Bob Ross. Yes. Do something Bob Rossi where it's not good and it's not bad. You're just doing it just because you enjoy yeah. it the, and the, then roll from there. That guy blew up for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason why that guy's iconic yeah. because he's endlessly kind and nice. Right. And so she, cause, <laughs> and, cause, and makes cause, happiness yeah, happen. Yeah, because this caller is like, how do I in these tough moments stay so right. whatever? I was like, oh, we'll take some notes from Bob Ross where it's not good. It's not bad. It's just it is what it is. And we keep moving forward and we're delighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Good good job, Matt. I like you. you too. I pulled so I pulled like a lot from you just now. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel that. <laughs> Matt, you magnificent bastard. I need help. I am selling my house. Uh, we're closing Friday. Uh, we went from almost losing it a few months ago to being able to sell it and uh, we've got a pretty good amount of equity left in it. Nice. And I need help spending the money. Oh. Uh, we're uh, we're going to be renting for a while, uh, so money's not going to be a problem or anything like that. But we are, or I want to surprise my wife and my little boy with a trip of some sort. We did uh, Disney World. I don't think I'm, I don't know, I've never been overseas, uh, and I'd love to take them over there, but I need advice. Where do I go? What do I do? Um, I would love to surprise them with it, but I know that's kind of difficult when you're dealing with uh, international travel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my wife has uh, cystic fibrosis. She had a double lung transplant about seven years ago, wow. so uh, we, we could use a, a vacation, to say the least. My son's 11, and he's awesome. Uh, he would really enjoy it, uh, but uh, just help me spend my money, man. Where do I do? What do I? Where do I, where do I put all this money I'm going to have? It's not a lot of money, but it's 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 the most I've ever had. Uh, I appreciate it, man, and uh, take care and keep being awesome. What an awesome call! Thanks. I love stuff like this. Yeah. You know, I love I love. It's like I cannot stress enough. Like, call in with stuff like this. Call in if you're like this is a dumb thing to ask. Call. Please, because we get some really serious ones, and I love the serious ones too, but lately I feel like we're getting just more and more and more, which I get it. It reflects the times. It reflects the times. Yeah, I get it. Don't stop with those. Please yeah. don't. But like every once in a while, having one like this is, is a lot of fun. I love that he's like come back from the, the brink of tragedy with his poor wife, and now they've got a little bit of cash. Jeez. Okay, he, I like that. I'm glad he did Disney because I, would, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't not recommend Disney. It's just so expensive. Uh, but now that you've done that, I don't think you necessarily have to do international travel, um, unless we're talking Mexico, which is generally pretty cheap and, and so beautiful. Uh, I, gosh, off the top of my head, if you want to do international, uh, Puerto Vallarta is great, a good place to bring your kid. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, you get to in, in immerse yourself in a, in another culture and it's touristy, but not too touristy. I feel, um, Let's see. In the states, 
boy, I wish I knew where he lived, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I guess it doesn't. Well, boy. Uh, so I actually have an idea. Okay, when yeah. When I was 11, my grandmother took me to Seattle. Okay. Because it has like the best children's museum in the world. Oh, yeah. And we ended up spending like three days there. Mm -hmm. And then we also made things like did the needle and did the Chihuly Garden and did the, you know, there was other things to like branch off to. But like that was something very much so like designed. Seattle's a really good call. There's an avid art scene. You're you're you can take your wife to a show. Uh, Take your, your wife and kid to Pike Place Market where they throw the fish. Always fun. Oh, yeah. That is fun. It's very cool. That's a great idea. Seattle's a great idea. Uh, I would also suggest, I would I would say uh, San Francisco because it's so beautiful. And you can go down the zigzag street and take your kid to Fisherman's Wharf, which I'm sure he would love. And your wife and, and you can have amazing meals oh, yeah. and get around and uh, uh, just kind of explore the city. Um, plus, they have those little egg pods you can drive around in. Um so I'd say, okay, Seattle's great. San Francisco's great. Um, Ooh, let's make it a road trip. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. San Francisco okay. to Seattle. Well, let's, if you're doing that, I would stop off at Portland in okay. between. Okay. So you're not driving forever. Okay. So so San Francisco, Portland. Yes. Um, Seattle. And then go to uh, Vancouver and Victoria Island. So Victoria Island yeah. has, one of, has like the Butcher Gardens, but they mm-hmm. also have like... Uh, one of the coolest natural history museums. I would say you don't even necessarily need to go to Canada. Just go to the San Juan Islands in Washington, which is uh, a ferry ride from uh, from around Seattle, and you can go watch whales. Oh. And you can go out in the water, and you can see giant whales jump out of the water. Oh, yeah. And so, like that's that's kind of you end you end your trip at the end of three cities. And you get to see these giant things come out of the water. Yes. And it's something like you'll never forget and your kid will never no forget. No way. When totally, you see like, totally. oh, giants are real. Look at this. Yeah. 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 And you can and you can hit like where are the, where are like those giant redwood trees? Uh, that's, that's Northern California. That's, right. that's around the that's around the that's bay. That's around San Francisco, it is. right? And the, yeah. I remember that as a kid. That has not left my that's brain. A great, that was really great cool. Road trip. So you fly into San Francisco, you rent a car there. Uh, do you, that. You go do like woods. two or three days in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Don't even touch your car. Well, I guess drive around the city. Yeah. That, what am I saying? You go up this hill. That's fun. Yeah. Ride the ride the trolley. Uh, go to go to Portland. Spend a day or two there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to uh, uh, just skip Portland, you can go somewhere along the Oregon coast. You can go mm-hmm. to like uh, Cannon Beach or Seaside or or Astoria. Visit the Goonies House. Hey. Yeah, and then uh, from there go up to to Seattle. I think that's an awesome trip. That would be cool. That's what. You, and then and then and then save the rest of the money. Yeah, save it. Yeah. Make sure you save uh um at least half of that money. But I do think treating your family to a well earned vacation after all your family has been through is a great idea. And it oh God, what a perfect age to take your kid out because he's probably relatively self sufficient, mm-hmm. and you know he's 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 slowly becoming. Uh, a young adult, but he's not, he's still a kid. Right. He still you know, likes his parents. He still likes his parents. Yeah. Yeah. He's not 13 where he's like, you guys are dumb. But like, uh, yeah, yeah. This, that's, I think that's an awesome, that's an awesome trip. That's about, that's about, I would say eight or nine days. Yeah. And you can, and you're going to, uh, just, just, just make sure you rent a car that's comfortable and has a, gets decent gas mileage mm-hmm. and you just turn it in and turn it in and, uh, yeah. in the, you probably have to, 
Well, you know what? Make sure to play really cool music too. Play good music. Listen to this podcast and this podcast alone. <laughs> Don't listen to any other podcast. No. Um, yeah, and 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 uh, you can and I, that's a that's a that's I remember being a little kid and being in the car with my parents and uh, even though it was kind of like a transitional period where we didn't have any money, but it was like it was like such a fun bonding thing. Like get in the car, like we're going to this thing. You stop off for milkshakes and things. Oh yeah, you gotta stop so off fun. and like let the yeah. cuckoo for cocoa puffs get out of the yeah, kids just, system. Exactly. And let <laughs> your and little crazy give yourself time. enough time to get between the the, the cities and each mm-hmm. each one. I mean each one that's a stretch. That's a long stretch yeah, to drive. Which cool things but in between though. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Ashland has the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, which isn't yep. just Shakespeare plays. You got the giant redwood forest. Yep. Yeah. Like, you stop off places and you yeah. and you plan. There's got to so. be cool, like side of the road things, like the world's biggest boot and weird things like that. Yeah, and, and, and going up uh, toward you probably pass Enchanted Forest too in Oregon. What's uh, that? It's this 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 amusement park I grew up going to that was like my favorite place in the world. It's like deep in the woods. It, it's along it's along the highway, but it goes up into the woods, and you kind of go through all these trails. But they've built all these like fairy tale things based on actual stories. Oh wow! So it's and it's, it's, and it's not creepy. It's very creepy, but in oh. a good way. Oh, okay. It's okay. Fun. okay. It's fun. Okay. Creepy. Like they have a haunted part and okay. stuff like that. Okay. It's actually cool. really well run. That's um, cool. There yeah. You go. Yeah. Uh, here we go. But yeah, uh, that, that's that's our advice, man. That we yeah. just came up with on the spot. I think that's a that's a fucking great trip. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah. Nice episode. That was a good one. Good job, everybody. Yeah, good job. And uh, I I think I know what I'm gonna pull from this to promote. Okay. Uh, because just because you know I want to get that that thing where it's a grabber yeah. that people like I look know. at it. We're working on um, it. Which is? Which is, uh, is it okay for your wife to give you a handy while 69ing? (laughs) I feel like someone will look at that and be like, I got to listen to whatever this is. Oh, yeah, you got to know. We found the solution. Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, Yo, the calls have been awesome. We've been getting really great calls. I've been really excited to go through. Yeah, those were three great picks. Uh, Good polls, Amanda. Yeah. Good polls. Like, uh, the number is 323763. Zero two two eight. Um, I've also been answering emails and uh, Facebook messages and stuff. You guys have been really, really rad. Oh, um, somebody sent us a link of a raccoon that these guys got high (laughs) that was in their house, and I thought that was so funny related to the hotboxing the um opossum. Yeah. So our viewer, like, man, you're awesome. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, folks. All right. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.